magnify you. We glorify you. There's no one like you, oh God. There's no one like you. You're glorious and holiness. You're fearful and praises. You do wonders. You do miracles. Father, meet us today. Meet us today. Every person that's coming on now, meet them at the point of their need. If you're watching this at a later time, Father, meet them right where they are. We pray for healing. We pray for deliverance. We pray for an uplift in spirit for the one that's going through bouts of depression. Hallelujah. Even as I'm speaking right now, the spirit of heaviness is being lifted off of you and a garment of praise is being placed upon you. We magnify your name, oh God. We give you glory. Thank you for what you're doing in the lives of your people. Thank you for the way that you're going to minister today. Daddy, take us from where we have been, get us across the bridge to get us to where you're trying to get us. We give your name all the glory. We give you all of the honor. Of course, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. If there's anyone that does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, let this be the day that they say yes to you. If there's anyone that's gotten away from you, let this be the day that they return to you. If there's anyone that's walked away from their call, walked away from ministry, Daddy, let this be the day that they say, I will arise and go back to my father. Do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let the door of grace shut before your people get in. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. Glory to God. We bless the Lord for every one of you. Amen. I see you step the best. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My daughter, Marquita Matthews, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate every one of you for being on today. and. Um, we're bringing greetings from my home to your home, wherever you are. And co-pastor is on the other side of the table. Amen. And she is sending love and greetings your way. And Janice is on the other side of the table. We're trying to set some new stuff up. And um, she's over there trying to do it so that the next time we'll be coming across in a bigger way than we are now. Amen. And so we're grateful for what the Lord is doing at this particular time and this particular season Amen. in our lives. I want to jump into this teaching today, but before I can jump into it, there are a few things I have to do. Did you know that today is November the 1st? Wow. That means it is a brand new month. And whenever we get ready to come into a new month, the Almighty God always sets me aside to have me to pray for those whose birthdays are in that particular month. He wants me to pray for them and to make some decrees concerning them. And so he has given me some things um, while I was in prayer concerning the month of November that he wanted me to share with you. Those who have birthdays in that month or have loved ones that have birthdays in that month, you can tap into this. Some people just lift their hands to receive it. Others write it down. Because what he gives me is for the sake of the November that we are in now, in 2020, and it carries until your birthday again in November of 2021. And so I want to share with you what the Lord gave me, and then I want to pray for those whose birthdays are in November. And listen, let me just tell you that if your birthday is in November, I'm believing that you are extremely blessed. Why? Because that's my birthday month. And because it's my birthday month, there are things that I know God says specifically for me, and I want to share with you what he has shared with me. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm excited. I, I am excited. God bless every one of you who are having your birthdays in this month as well. So here's what the Lord gave me for the month of November. And I want you to maybe write it down, but receive what he is saying to you right now. 
November, I want you to hear this, it is the 11th month, the 11th month. And I want you to listen closely because 11 is a number that represents disorder, disarray, and confusion. Wow. 11 is a number that represents disorder, disarray, and confusion. There were 11 kings that when they got a word from God, that they went against what he told him to do. 11 represents disorder, disarray, and confusion. But 11, when you look at it as well, it was in the 11th chapter of the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 11, verse 7, when the Tower of Babel was destroyed and everybody was confused, their language was confused and everything was put in disorder. Now, I know you're saying, oh my God, Pastor Babadelli, Brother Sturdivant, why would you give us that? And this is my birthday month. Well, you know, if it's my birthday month, it had to be something else that God wanted to share with me. 11 also makes reference to stability, one, one. It makes reference to equality, one, one. It makes reference to everything being balanced, one, one. So in the very midst of disorder and disarray and confusion, God brings balance. He brings stability. He brings equality. If you look at Isaiah chapter number 11, verse 11, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 11, it says this. It says, God is going to set forth his hand again a second time, watch what he says, to recover the remnant of his people who were lost. That means that in this month, get ready to get excited with me for my birthday month. That means that in this month of November, there will be a turnaround that God is going to do again what looks like hadn't been done before. That means he's going to recover. He'll reestablish himself in your life. And what looked like it wasn't enough God's going to pull it back together again. Once again, he's going to reestablish. He'll allow you to recover. And what looked like it wasn't enough, he's going to pull it all back together again. Get excited with me for the month of November. Happy birthday to you and to me. And this is going to be what he will be doing in the lives of those of us who belong to him from November of 2020 until November of 2021. Don't cancel this year. Don't throw away this year. God is going to be working on you, working for you and me for the next, oh my gracious, 12 months, and it will be well with you. You will not miss heaven. You are not going to fail God. You will achieve all of your goals. Let me pray for you, those of you whose birthdays are in the month of November, and those of you who have loved ones in the month of November. Share this with them. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word being true. I thank you that even in the midst of disorder, disarray, and confusion, that you bring balance. You bring equality. 
you bring stability. Thank you for being a God that does not leave us like he finds us, but makes us what he has ordained us to be. And I pray my father and my God that every person who is celebrating their birthday in the month of November, let this be the month of turnaround for them. What you have said you were going to do at the beginning of the year, do it in this month for them, Yes, and for me, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. And I thank you right now. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God, glory to God. I got excited when I started, when I was in prayer and the Lord showed me those things. I said, wait a minute, Lord, that, that can't be good. And then he showed me the flip side of it. And that was what got me excited. Now, the other thing I wanna tell you is that not only is this November the 1st, but this is also, are you ready for this? It's a brand new month. And our ministry, Faith United Ministries, we are under the covering of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, RCCG, where my father, E.A. Adeboye, the general overseer of the ministry, he has established that every first Sunday is going to be in a new month, our Thanksgiving Sunday. What do you mean by Thanksgiving Sunday? Well, let me just tell you that because this is the first Sunday, but when we talk about Thanksgiving, that means that we recognize that there are a lot of those who started with us 30 days ago who are not with us 30 days later. Please don't take for granted that just because you're here, you had to be here. I mean, on just yesterday alone, we have had things that have happened that have blown our minds. People that we love, that we care about, we're praying for our sister, Kelly Price. Her mom passed, we're praying. And that was on the day before the new month. My friend, my brother, Bishop Rance Allen, yesterday, the day before the new month, that great actor that we've all known through the James Bond movies, Sean Connery, the day before the brand new month. We had people that made it just up to the day before a new month and then they were gone. The fact that you woke up this morning, don't Amen. take that for granted. The fact that you can still put your two flat feet on the floor, don't take that for granted. Amen. Don't use the breath that he has given you to have another day to cuss. Use that breath to tell him, thank you. Amen. This is a Thanksgiving Sunday for us. And every time there's a Thanksgiving Sunday for our ministry, in our ministry, we dance around the church. Yes, Lord. We sing songs of the ancestors. We give God praise. We wave. We rejoice. It doesn't matter if you walk slow or if you walk fast. Sometimes the children, they get ahead of us and they just run around and lap us around a few times. That's yes. okay. We give God thanks. We give God praise because we recognize that it's because of the Lord's mercies. Yes, Lamentations Lord. chapter three, verse 22. Lamentations chapter three, verse 22. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. Yes, His Lord. compassions do not fail. They're new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Yes, so we Lord. dance around. We rejoice. We wave our banners. We wave our, our um, horsetail hair from Nigeria that's given to the leader. We beat our tambourines. We blow our whistles. We have an enjoyable time dancing around the house of God. And the reason why we do that is because we want to tell the Lord, thank you. Yes. And we want to tell him thank you by our physical movement. Yes. So we dance. Mm -hmm. We tell him thank you with our voices, yes. so we sing. Yes. 
Because it says in Psalm 116, Psalm 116, verses 12 through 14, uh -huh. Psalm 116, verses 12 through 14, it says, what shall I render? What can I give to the Lord for all of his benefits that are given to me? Mm -hmm. It says, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take up the cup of salvation. Yes. I'm going to remember that I'm saved and given praise for it. Mm -hmm. Then it says this. I'm going to give him thanks in the presence of all of the saints. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm not going to do this thing in the closet. I want people to know that I'm grateful, that I'm excited. I want to, I want to shout loud hallelujahs to him and give him glory. And then it says, not only only am I going to, to give him thanks and take up the cup of salvation, uh -huh. but then it says, I'm going to pay the vow that my lips have uttered. Yes. Meaning, whatever I promised God I was going to give him, yes. that I promised I was going to do for him, yes, I take every new month to reestablish my covenant contract with him. Yes. So if I've been slack on last month, I'm saying, hey, God, look, mm -hmm. you let me have another month. I'm going to give you what I said I'm going to give you. If I've been holding back on it, I'm going to make it good this month. Amen. And so you can't really be grateful until you, number one, do it physically and let God know. Yes. Do it publicly. Let people know you're not ashamed of them. But then also do it in a way that you give him what is due him. Amen. So this is a new month. It's a new day. It's a great time of celebration for all of us. But it is a time for us to give him thanks Amen. god bless you welcome to november um in the next day or so you're going to see me put out a post that the lord has given me to share concerning this month for the masses you're getting things that i am sharing with you because you've come on intimately but then there'll be things that i'll put out that everybody will have a chance to get a hold of as well so i thank god for every one of you right where you are do me a favor just give god a good shout of hallelujah, hallelujah. right where you are hallelujah, hallelujah. right where you are hallelujah. give him a shout of hallelujah. hallelujah so we praise him for another day and another time now let me get into this teaching we have been having such a wonderful time over the past few weeks dealing with the concept of process yes and we've been dealing with the characters and the characteristics yes of those that are going through process uh -huh. those that you will meet during process mm -hmm and the type of person you need to be for someone going through process. We started out by asking a very, very simple question. Are you what you expect others to be to you? Exactly. You, you know, because you reap what you sow. That's what the Bible makes known to us. You reap what you sow. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he or she also reap. And if you want to have friends, yes. Proverbs 18, verse 24, Proverbs 18, 24, you must show yourself friendly. Amen. So what we did, co-pastor, what we did, Janice, was that we started walking down the characters that we saw as we were going through this thing called process using Naaman as our case study. Exactly. I, I want to just tell you that we're up now at the fourth character yes. and characteristic. Yes. We've gone through um, three of the characters and characteristics. The one thing that we established was that Naaman's issue of leprosy was his consistent issue going through process. That's right. 
And that means, and, and we learned several things that from each of these types of things. And one of the things we learned about Naaman was that he stayed consistent throughout the entire time. His yes. issue was consistent. Yes. He didn't switch up. He didn't say, I know I asked for this, but I really need this. No, yes. he knew what his issue was yes. throughout the entire time. Yes. But he ran into the very first person that we saw when he came into this journey of process was who again, co-pastor? The slave girl. The slave girl. Mm -hmm. And her characteristic that we learned from her that I won't reteach was that she was one that was submitted. She was submitted. She was submitted to him as a master. But then right. the second person that we came across was who, co-pastor? The wife. It was the wife of Naaman. And mm -hmm. you do need to know that when you are going through your process, yes. there are sometimes other people that are tied into you, exactly. that don't have what you have, yes. but are going through what you're going through. Amen. I know many people have always said, you know, if I'm hurting anybody, I'm just doing it to myself. Whatever I'm doing, it's just me. I'm doing me. You're never doing just you. Nope. There's always someone else. There's always somebody else that's yes. affected by your decisions, Yes. by your actions, by your attitudes, mm -hmm. by your addictions. Yes. There is someone that is affected by what you're doing. But this wife, this wife, she was one that her strong point concerning um, or characteristic concerning Naaman was that she did what, Co Pastor? She stood by him. She stood by him. him. She, she stayed with him and she slept with him. Amen. All of the issues that Naaman had, she stood by him. Yes. She stayed with him. And even though he had something that was incurable, she still stayed with him in an intimate way. Yes. You know, sometimes women like to make excuses, you know, that I don't do this because of this. I don't do this because of that. You know, and I understand. But here is a woman that showed us while going through issues that she still remained the same way with her husband. Yes. I see you coming on. Um, the, what is that? Gasuja? I see it. God bless you. Thank Amen. you so much. I hope I got close to what that's supposed to be. Amen. So now we see this concerning the wife. The third person we came across was who, Co-Pastor? The king of Syria. It was the king of Syria. Yes. His S. Each one had an S. Right. The slave girl submitted. Right. The wife stood. You've got the king of Syria, who is now doing what, Copas? He supported him. He supported. He supported. He threw his entire weight of his kingdom behind Naaman, mm -hmm. even though Naaman was a leper. You saw yes. that in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, is where we are in our text. 2 yes. Kings chapter 5, verses 1 down through probably 13 is where we have been talking mm -hmm. on a continual basis. Yes. But what we found, what we found was there was a reason why the slave girl submitted. There was a reason why the wife stood. Yes. There was a reason why the king of Syria supported. Right. It's because Naaman himself showed those characteristics of submitting. Right. Because in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, it says that Naaman had done great things for his master, yes. the king. He submitted to a master, yes. so the girl submitted to Naaman as a master. Yes. We also see stood. Naaman never used 
his ailment to make him abandon his assignment. Yes. He went to work every day. There was no excuses. He didn't use his leprosy as a reason for him to be lenient when he went to warfare. Yes. So he was the very same thing to his king that his wife was to him. Yes. But then we see that the king supported, why? Because Naaman supported. Yes. He supported his king. He supported his wife by yes. taking care of her. And he supported the slave girl by giving her employment so that she was not an in the street slave. Right. She was not someone that was just having to struggle out there. Right. She was living in his mansion, in the place that he established. Yes. And so since Naaman had sown those things, he then also reaped those things. Amen. That is why you have got to be the very thing that you want someone to be to you. Amen. If a man would have friends, again, Proverbs 18, 24, he must show himself friendly. You have got to be what you expect to see. Uh -oh. You have got to be yes. what you expect to see. If you've got a bunch of fake friends, yes. it could be because you are a fake friend. Yes. If you've got people who only come into your life when they want something from you, it could be because that's what you've been giving out, only coming into people's lives when you want something from them. Yes. If you're the type of individual that makes loans and then forgets to pay back the loans, maybe the reason why people have not paid you back or taken from you is because um, you've been that type of person that made loans yes. and then didn't pay them back. And so it is important that you start understanding that you're going to get back what you give out and it's going to always be in a greater measure. We shared with you before yes. that the Bible says in Genesis chapter number eight, verse 22, Genesis eight, verse 22, just kind of giving you a little bit of foundation for those who are just coming on right now. It says, while the earth remains, uh -huh. seed time and harvest, it says that summer and winter, yes. cold and heat, day and night will not cease. It's going to keep on happening yes. but then it doesn't happen just like that it happens in a bigger way why the bible says in luke chapter number six verse 38 luke chapter six verse 38 if you give uh -huh. it will be given unto you how good measure pressed down shaken together and running over shall men who are the men total strangers, people that you don't even know. They're going to give into your bosom. See, we love that when it comes to money. Oh, I'm getting money coming in, good measure, pressed down, yes. you know, with a favor. Oh, I've got favor coming in, good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Total strangers are going to do that to me. Right. That's if you've been given money and yes. you've been given favor yes. and you've been given mercy and you've been giving whatever. But if you've been given the negative, that means that total strangers will yes. be coming in, giving you negative. People that you, why would they do that to me? Well, you, you have got to get the other side of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. You reap what you sow. The universe says that karma will come back on you. Well, Science says what goes around comes around. Yes. But the Bible says whatsoever a man sows, yes. that shall he also reap. And it tells us in Hosea chapter 8 verse 7. Hosea chapter 8 verse 7, it says when you sow to the wind, you will reap the whirlwind. Yes. When you sow to when it's just a slight breeze, right, right. you're going to get back a tornado. 
you'll get back a hurricane. So you've got to be careful how you treat people. Be careful how you talk behind people's back. Be careful how you um, malign someone's name. Be careful how you whisper and say, don't tell nobody. Be right, careful right. because when you're sowing to the wind, the whisper, you're gonna get somebody blabbering your issue out loud while you were just telling somebody's secret private struggle. Wow. Oh, I done messed up a whole lot of people right yes. now because you've been getting away with a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, just because you run away doesn't mean you got away. Yes. I'm going to say that again. Yes. Just because you run away doesn't mean you got away. Right. That's somewhere down the road because seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, yes. day and night don't cease. As long as there is still a sun in the sky right, right. or grass on the ground, what dirt you've thrown out on somebody else is coming back up again. I know some are saying, oh my God, Pastor Sturdivant, Brother Babatelli, what do I do? You pray for God to give you grace. Yes. You pray for God to give you favor. Yes. You pray that the door of grace does not shut before you get things right with the almighty God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we've come to the fourth character or the fourth characteristic. Right. The fourth character is now past the slave girl, yep. past the wife, yes. past the king of Syria. Yeah. We now have the king of Israel. That's right. And I shared with you that this is the fourth character, right. but there are a total of seven, seven characters right. that we're going to be dealing with, or seven characteristics. Right. And what you need to understand is that four is the bridge between the three previous Mm -hmm. and the three last. Yep. So mm -hmm. you are now at the bridge, the bridge, the bridge when you're going through process. Mm -hmm. Process when you are going through it. Um, the halfway mark is sometimes the roughest spot. Wow. And the reason why it's the roughest is because you are the same distance from where you left mm -hmm. that was familiar uh, to the distance to where you're going, which is unknown. Uh -huh. It is at the halfway mark that your desire for something different gets challenged. Mm -hmm. It's at the halfway mark or the fourth characteristic or the fourth personality or type of individual that you run into mm -hmm. that you get challenged with, do I really want to go on or do I want to go back to what's familiar? I'm talking now because some of us, you know, right now, while you are in the midst of this process of this pandemic, you're at a point where all you want now, get ready, is not a cure for Corona. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want any of the stuff that's out there. You just want whatever it takes to let you get back to normal. Right, right. Oh right. my, did you hear what I said? You just want to get back to normal. I want to get back to the movies. I want to get back to being able to go to the games. I want to get back to going back to what I've always known. I want to be able to go back to hanging out with all of my girlfriends. I want to get back to going with all of my buddies. I want to be able to go back to crowded malls. Wow. I want to go back to making money and then wasting money. I want to go back to getting a regular check that I don't know how to budget. Because uh -huh. so, see, during the pandemic, I've learned how to budget because I wasn't getting checks. Have you realized that what the pandemic or this process should 
could have done was made you more disciplined, yes. taught you various things that you had forgotten about yourself, got you closer to God, and got you more determined to do something other than what you've always done. You always said, I wish I had time. I'd apply for another job. Mm -hmm. Have you done it during the process? I wish I had time. I would open my own business. Have you done it during the process? I wish I could have more time with my husband, with my wife. I'd make things better. You've had eight months. Have you gotten any closer? Mm -hmm. Have you done anything any different? Uh -huh. Or have you continued to do what you've always done? See, God and time have a way of showing us whether we really planned or wanted to do something different or did we like talking about planning and doing something different. See, there's a difference between talking about doing differently mm -hmm. and doing the different that you talked about. Right. Some of you have said, I'm planning on, I want to read more books. Have you picked up one mm -hmm. during the pandemic? Some of you say, I wish I had time. I would learn a different skill. I would learn how to play this instrument. I, have you done it Come on. during the pandemic? I, I've got memoirs. I've got books all in my head that I'm planning on writing. Right. Have you done it during the pandemic? Uh -huh. See, process will show you that a lot of what you have been blaming on not having the opportunity to do, mm -hmm. you really weren't planning on doing anything. You just like to complain because you allowed and love hearing yourself say it to other people. Come on the person that you are now coming in contact with that we're seeing in our text is the fourth person That's right. and that is the king of israel right. i want you to see something about the king of israel it's a very very powerful thing about the king of israel right. look at him now in second kings chapter number five second kings chapter number five right. and you're going to see it in verse let me read verse number six and verse number seven okay. to kind of put them together verse six says in second kings chapter five it says then he, meaning Naaman, brought the letter that he had gotten from the king of Syria. In verse 6, he comes with the letter and he comes with money. He comes with clothes Come because he knows that if I want a miracle, right. I can't come empty-handed exactly. looking for a miracle. Mm -hmm. There are so many of you that are listening to me right now, and you say, I'm waiting for God to do this. I'm waiting for God to do that. What are you bringing him? Uh -huh. What are you giving him? Remember, whatsoever a man sows. Yes. If you sow nothing, guess what you reap? Nothing. If you sow sparingly, guess how you reap? Sparingly. Mm -hmm. If you sow bountifully, guess how you reap? Bountifully. So he comes with a big gift. You know why? He's got a big problem. Right. Looks like to me that if you need something major from God, you wouldn't give him part-time service. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll show up when I show up. You know, I prayed for five minutes. You, you prayed for five minutes when you need healing from something like a leprosy or from diabetes or from cancer or from HIV or from AIDS. You want to do a five or seven minute prayer, but you'll stand in line to get tickets to a concert for an hour and you will pay. $150 for a manicure and a pedicure and then say you don't have the money to afford to give a tithe. Do you realize how off balance you are? 
here's what the record says. He had a major problem. Right. So he came with a letter from his master, right. his king. He came with, look at what he brought with him. It says in verse number five, it says, he departed and took with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 changes of clothing with a letter from the king. Yes. What shall I render, I asked you in the beginning for Thanksgiving, unto the Lord, that was our Psalm 116, verses 12 through 14, Psalm 116, verse 12 through 14, what can I give to God for all of his benefits that he has shown towards me? Do you know that we don't even give God service? Wow. And that doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Here it is saying, this man bought all of this money, all of this clothing, and a letter from the king of Syria to the king of Israel. Now watch this. It says in verse number six, he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, now be advised when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. You get to verse number seven, you see that the king of Israel read the letter, he started tearing his clothes apart, and then he starts saying, am I God? Right, right, right. To kill and make alive that this man sends a man to me mm -hmm. to heal him of his leprosy. Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. Wow. I told you that the slave girl submitted. Right. The wife stood. The king of Syria supported. Right. The king of Israel did what, Co-Pastor? He had what? Security issues. He has security. There's your other S. He yes. had security issues. The security issues that he had was that he was insecure. Right, right. He was insecure. Denise, each one of the people up to the bridge, this fourth person, yeah. up to this king of Israel, the slave girl wanted the best for Naaman. Right, right. The wife wanted the best for Naaman. Exactly. The king of Syria wanted the best for Naaman. The king of Israel. Now, see, this is kind of rough right here because Israel was God's chosen people. Yes, it was. The Syrians were not. They were the enemies to them. The, listen, you got to get ready for while you're going through process, being let down by people who claim to love God and they really don't. Oh my, I'm about to really mess you up now because see this king of Israel, Israel, yes. you, Israel. Yes. You, you, you understand. Yes. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Right. So now here you're dealing with someone who is supposed to be representing God. And yet they're making everything about them. See, am I God that they would send this man to come and bring him to me for me to have to heal him? Do I look like I got power to heal? All of a sudden, somebody who is supposed to be representing God mm -hmm. acts like he doesn't even know the God that he represents. Did you yes. hear what I just now yes. said? When you are in process, going through journey, get ready to run into a characteristic 
or a character of someone who is supposed to help you get from where you were to where you're supposed to be, who doesn't act like the God they represent. Oh, wow. my. You all don't want to hear me right now. You know why? Because I know a lot of you are saying, I done ran into them. I've been that type of person. I've had that type of person in my life. But the question is, do you realize that the reason why you may have had that person is because you've been that person? Wow. I've had people since I've started teaching on this whole thing about process. I've had people tell me, you know, write me in, write into me, jump into my DMs and say, I'm trying to figure out which person I am. I figured out where you're going, but I want to know which one I am. Yes. I think I'm this one. I think I'm that one. Can I tell you a secret? All of us at some point run into all of the seven characters or characteristics that I'm going to share. Yes. yes. Ready for that? Yes. Secondly, all of us at some point have had mm -hmm. those seven characteristics of people be around us while we're going through process. That's right. Wait a minute. All of us at some point have been one of those seven characteristics of characters when we were going through process or going through process with somebody else. Are you ready? You ready for this? Some of us mm. have only been the one I'm talking about now. See, see, there is a dangerous thing. There's a dangerous thing, Copastor. There's a wow. dangerous thing, um, Janice, when you go through process and run into this bridge, this conduit, this connector of the history of Naaman with the destiny of Naaman. Uh -huh. The history of Naaman is leprosy. That's it. The destiny of Naaman is to get healed. That's it. I'm gonna show you something. So, so don't jump on the bandwagon of all of these people so quick, because before I finish, I'm going to share something about all of them. All right. Uh, but this fourth character or characteristic, this fourth one, this king of Israel, I want to lay on this for a second because what has given God a bad name in the world is those who claim to represent God but then don't want to have the things of God yes. connected to them. Yes. Oh yes. my. You yes. want the oil of being anointed, but you don't want to have to live holy. Right. right. You want the benefits to come from the windows being open, but don't want to give the tithe that opens them. Right. You, right. you want everything that God says you can have, you, but you don't want to do the things that are necessary. You want the perfect life mate that God has for you, but you don't want to keep your body until God gives them to you. Oh, come right, on, right. come, come on. on. You, 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 want to, you want God to just make ways for you, but you don't want to go the extra mile when they compel you to go that way. We, we want to try to now make God, I, I was sharing with co-pastor the other day, that we try to make God the God of America, when God is the God of the world. Yes. What yes. is happening, you know, we always look at everything and say, oh, it must be the end times, because you're looking at America. You right. got to look at the entire world. Yes. You got to look at everything that's going on and figure out why is God doing what he's doing? It's not just about America, yes. it's about other nations lining up and other things coming together. And if you look, you'll now start seeing that things that were happening only here are now happening everywhere. Yes. So it is important that you start not making God just your own. Here it is, 
personal God project, but that you'll see that he is the God of some people that you may not like. Your, your, your aunt elder just now put on here self-check. You know, ah. she put your book with the check on there. Yeah, so it is important yeah, that you yeah. now start realizing the importance. And if you don't have the book, you need to get the book. Because once again, what you're thinking that everybody else either should be or is not, it might just be you. The issue, I-S-S-U-E, is you. Wow. I-S-Y-O-U. So you may need to look at yourself a little bit. Okay, so now here's what I saw. Here's what I saw. Did I say he's the conduit yes. between his problem yes. and his procure, his being cured? Did I say that? Yes. Okay. Did I tell you all that he is he is now going from his um, consequence to his conclusion? Uh, okay. You you've got to now be able to to get to that point when you meet someone when you are halfway there that doesn't want to see you go any further. Oh my. I'm really meddling. I'm really meddling now because everybody does not want to see you go the next level. You know why? Uh -huh. They've gotten used to you being where you've been. Right. There's, there's, there's something, a pastor scripture. Um, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. It says, well, not 2 Corinthians chapter 8, that's not the one I want to give you yet. Don't put that one down just yet. Okay. Um, there's a passage of scripture where it talks to us and it says that the things that happen with individuals, it happened for, watch this, as an example and for our admonition. Yes. It happened as an example and for our admonition. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. It came as an example and for our admonition. Uh -huh. Their lives were an example, but it was to admonish us. Okay. Admonish us to do what? Learn from them. Remember, I've always told you that experience may be the best teacher, but the experience doesn't have to be yours for you to learn from it. Exactly. I've also told you that if experience is the best teacher, then pain is a professor. There are some things that happen in the Bible yes. that they are in the Bible. Let me, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. All right. Let me give you an example. Right. <clears throat> in Mark chapter number 10, verses 46 through 52, Mark 10, 46 through 52, okay. you're going to hear the story about Bartimaeus, right. the man that was blind. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do we refer to him whenever we read that story? Blind Bartimaeus. Right. But don't you know that Bartimaeus got his vision back more than 2,000 years ago? Yes, he did. But yet, every time we tell his story, mm -hmm. we always call him Blind Bartimaeus. And Mark chapter number five, Mark chapter number five, don't we always, we get around to verses number 24 and 25, Mark five around verse 24 and 25, we talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Right. Don't you know she got healed of her hemorrhaging, her fibroid tumors more than 2,000 years ago? Mm -hmm. But we still keep calling her the woman with the issue of blood. Right. Her example becomes our admonition. Mm -hmm. I am admonishing you by Bartimaeus' example 
to tell you that you don't have to remain blind. Yes. You don't have to remain on the side of the road. Yes. You don't have to remain a beggar. Yes. I am admonishing you by the woman with the issue of blood that you can be healed of your fibroids. Yes. They can dissolve without the radiation. Yes. That they don't have to have you looking like you're pregnant when you're not. That there is something beyond the medicine and medication of the doctors. There is a great physician who has the ability to heal you. Amen. And I am telling you by virtue of Naaman's case that anything that is called incurable, anything called inoperable, anything called impossible, where the doctors say you have to just treat it, but you can't be cured of it, yes. whether it is diabetes, whether it is asthma, whether it is HIV, whether it is AIDS, whether it is cancer, whether it is high blood pressure, where they're telling you that you can only manage it, you can't be delivered from it. I am telling you by the authority of the almighty God that there were examples, yeah. but you have the admonition that you have the ability Ability to not keep on succumbing to what God has already given you the healing over. Isaiah 53 and 5. Isaiah 53 and 5 says, by his stripes, you are healed. Right. Peter 2 and 24 says, by his stripes, you were healed, which means that your healing is already settled. The question is, did you get to the bridge? Did you get to the midway point? Because the midway point, Jocion, is when most people turn back. Yes. The midway point is when the storms become the most fierce. I wish I really had time to open it up. You would see it in Mark chapter number six. Mark yes. chapter number six. When you get around verse number 47, Jesus told his disciples, go over to the other side. Right. But he was up in the mountain praying. It says that when they got in the midway point, what's the midway point? They couldn't see the land and the Jesus that they left, and they can't see the land and the destiny that he promised. Yes. It's in the midway point that you have the fiercest storms because it says that the wind was against them. The waves were boisterous, but it says that they were struggling yes. and toiling in yes. rowing. Yes. But notice what it did say. It says they were struggling, they were toiling in rowing because the wind was against them. But what it did not say is they went back. All you want to do is get out of this process and pandemic to go back to normal, to yeah. go back to, listen, if you go back, you're going to the place he told you to leave. Right. If you go back, you're going to what was, but is no longer sufficient for you. Going back is where he fed the multitude of the 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. Watch this. But he then took care of that need and then told them, Go on to the other one. If you go back, what was there is no longer there. Right. That supply is no longer there. That sustenance is no longer there. And guess what? Those people ain't no longer there because he sent 
them away. You're coming out of a season right now that the reason for the process and the pandemic that you're in right now is because there were some people God had to get out of your life. Yeah. There were some people yeah. he had to send away. You would have never let them go. You would have never broken up. You would have never gotten out of it. You would have never left the job. They yeah. had to lay you off for you to go ahead and start your business. They had to let the business shut down for you to go ahead and say, I'm going to do something different. You would have never done it. God had to send some people out of your life. He had to send some people away because you, listen, he had to perform the miracle, give that little boy that gave up the two fish and the five loaves, give him those 12 extra baskets and send him home. You know why? Because if that little boy had stayed right there, then everybody who did not come prepared would have taken his two fish and his five loaves, yeah. extra baskets that he had because they ate the main part. He got the miracle. Everybody would have seen him with 12 extra baskets and said, that must be for me. You're supposed to help me. You got these 12 extra baskets. Why can't you help me? You've got some people in your life right now that every time you get blessed, they think that that's their doorway to come and get something from you. Wow. That every time you get something, they think that because they've done nothing with their lives, yes. done nothing with anything, they think that they're supposed to come to you because the world is full of two types of people, givers and takers. Right. And there are some that are constantly thinking that you should keep on giving so that they can have a license to keep on taking. Boy, I'm preaching better than you all sending me some thumbs and hearts right yeah. now. It's important for you to understand that at this fourth person, this bridge is a very, very powerful one. Let yes, me see if is. I can get some of this stuff yes, out of me. Let me see if I can get this stuff. Yep, I got a couple of minutes. So here we go. This king of Syria, this king of Syria. Denise, king when I opened this, I'm sorry, king of Israel. Mm -hmm. When the Lord showed me this stuff, it messed me up. Thank you, co-pastor. Mm -hmm. It messed me up. I want you to see the significance of his position in the process of this journey. Uh -huh. He's the bridge. Yes, he is. Denise, until now, everybody wanted the best for Naaman. Mm -hmm. At this point, you've got someone who's not thinking about Naaman. He's thinking about himself. Right, right, right. When you run into people, get ready for this that have what you need, mm -hmm. but don't want to release it. Yes. It's not just them doing what they do. Get ready, I'm about to mess you up. Right. It's a test to see, do you really want what you came this far to get? Mm -hmm. Come on, talk. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Some of you have made it this far and you're ready to quit now because you've gotten disappointed by somebody who claimed to represent God. Yes, Lord. You've yes. come this far, and now you're ready to backslide because, and I thought they were a preacher. I thought that they were, you know, a church leader. I thought yes, that was a yes, deacon. Yes. I thought she was a woman of God. I thought he was a man of God. I thought he was a minstrel. I thought they were a praise and worship leader. I thought that they were a trustee. I thought, you've come this far. And now you're at the halfway point. Yes, yes. And you are close to your other side. But when you run into roadblocks, or as Mark 647 says, storms, there is a tendency to want to go back to what's been familiar yes, instead Lord. of going on to unfamiliar. Right now, you are about to do like the old Star Trek movie. I'm about to talk to somebody. I'm going to tell my age when I do this. But see, the old Star Trek that used to come on TV with Mr. Spock 
you know, and had Captain Kirk on it. They would, they would cut, start out saying space, mm -hmm. the final frontier. Yeah. That's how it would start out with just a black screen. And then by the time they talked a little bit, it says now to boldly go where no man has ever gone before. Yeah. That means that you are at the halfway mark. And most people, when they run into opposition, when they run into people in the church, with ain't no hurt like a church hurt. Listen, hurt is hurt no matter where you go. That's right. But when you run into it in the church, then you use that as an excuse to go back to the world because the world is what's familiar. The world is what you've been used to. You've been used to what you've had in the world. You are now at the halfway mark. This guy allowed his personal issues, watch this, to cause Naaman to have to decide, do I want to stay in my issue yeah. or do I want to move on past you and yours? Right. Because remember, uh, Janice, go fast and listen. We read this whole story. Naaman did not start getting angry or arrogant or wanting to walk away furiously until after he got to the king of Israel. That's right. When the slave girl gave him advice, he took it. Right. When the wife gave him advice, he took it. Exactly. When the king of Syria gave him advice, he took it. Right. By the time he got to the king of Israel, yes. and the king of Israel gave off this stank attitude. Right. right. The next time you hear about Naaman, Naaman goes to um, um, Elijah and he has a stank attitude. Yes. He is now upset with anything he is told to do. Be careful. When you allow people who come to you a certain way, change your attitude and make you start acting a certain, oh my God, oh my. I'm in this thing too deep right now because some of you can never forgive because of what someone did to you. Some of you are still holding angst anger and animosity because of what somebody did to you. Yes. How did one person be the last straw that broke the camel's back? How did one person yes. be the one yes. that was your tipping point? Yes. How did one person become the one that made you say, I quit, I oh give my. up, I am done? This guy had some esteem issues and my time is gone. Listen, I want to talk to you very quickly right now. I want you to come back, please, on Wednesday. I'm going to tell you, that's our communion. That's our communion yes. um, Wednesday. Yes. So I want you to yes. come prepared to take communion with me. Yes. I want to pray for somebody right now who has not given their life to Jesus. I want to pray for somebody who may have given their life to Jesus and ran into a king of Israel oh, when wow. you were in your journey or wow. your process. I, I want to talk to somebody right now who is still stuck in your issue yeah. because you let somebody's attitude affect you. I want to talk to someone right now who has allowed themselves, who has allowed somebody else to make you change how you view you. Yeah. I'm talking to you right now. This message was not just a message that you're saying, I can't wait to get to this fourth character. Yeah, well, maybe the reason why you want to get to this fourth character or characteristics is because this has hit you so hard so many times. Wow. Some of you have fallen out of church because of this bridge right here. Some of you have given up on hearing a preacher because of this bridge right here. Some of you have walked away from your call. Some of you have walked away from, from the God who loved you and gave you another chance yes. just because of this fourth level, this fourth character, this fourth characteristic, but there's healing for you. Amen. There, there is healing for you. Amen. Don't judge the God of the king of Israel because of the attitude of the Israel king. Mm.
Don't let the person who has represented God or misrepresented God make you give up on the God who says that he loves you. Amen. I'm crying out to you right now. And I want you to pray this prayer because I don't care if you are a preacher. I don't care if you are a longtime member. I don't care whatever status you may have had in church. My real question right now is, are you saved? Amen. Are you on the Lord's side? Amen. Are you right with him? There are some preachers that are going to bust hell wide open. There, there, there are some ministers. There are some minstrels. There's some praise and worship leaders. There are some praise and worship singers. There's some deacons. There's some ushers. There are some pastors. There are some, there are some people that are never going to make it into the kingdom. And the reason why they're not going to make it into the kingdom is because they've gotten to this place right now. The Bible teaches us, Jesus said it. He says that if you cause one of my little ones to stumble, he says it would be better that a millstone was tied around your neck and you were thrown off of the bridge into the water and drowned. There are some of you that you don't smoke, no. You don't drink, no. You don't cuss. You don't do none of the big three sins. You don't commit fornication. You don't commit adultery. But you keep on being the thing that causes somebody to stumble when they're trying to find Jesus. Oh I want to pray for every person that is out there there in every area that I have named and even those that I did not name. You are being pricked right now. God is reaching your spirit. I need all of you to pray this prayer with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus here, I am. here I am. I surrender. I, surrender. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Today, Today come, into my heart. come into my heart. Make me over. Make me over. And for the rest of my life, for the rest of my life by, your grace, by your grace, by your spirit, by your spirit I won't be the holder. I won't be the Holder. I'll be the bridge. I'll be the bridge to help someone get over. To help someone get over. Forgive me now. Forgive me now. Receive me as your child. Receive me as your child. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you prayed that prayer right now, you are part of the body of Christ. Amen. I'm excited about having shared this word with you, but I'm even more excited about the change that's going to take place in your life Amen. after having received this word. Yes. If you've prayed that prayer with me, please go to my website and just go to www.fumd.com. That's www.fumd.com yes. and see where it says connect with us. If you've prayed that prayer, yes. maybe you got away from the Lord. Maybe you're not where you once were. If you prayed that prayer, go on there under connect with us and, and fill out that paper so that I'll know that you have made a, a new commitment and made a decision with the Lord Jesus Christ. Do Amen. you realize that even though we're on social media and I'm in my home and you're in yours, you can be a member of Faith United Ministries if you don't have a, a Bible teaching, Bible preaching, Bible believing ministry. I'm not talking about just I go to church or right, visit right. the church because it's convenient in my neighborhood. Right. I'm talking about somebody that feeds your soul. Listen, can I tell you something? Sometimes your friends don't love you enough to tell you the truth. Yes. I love you too much to lie to you. Amen. I want you to make a decision. You can come under the umbrella of Faith United Ministries, yes. which is under the umbrella of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. And I'll be ministering to you. I'll be praying for you. I'll be interceding for you. Amen. And you'll start seeing miracles happen in your life that you didn't even pray for simply because of the umbrella that you are under. You'll start Amen. seeing healing take place. How many of you that belong to a church, do you know what your ministry stands for? We are a ministry of healing, deliverance, restoration, and reconciliation. By virtue of that, 
You'll see those things happening in your life when you join with us. Amen. If you're if you are a member of a Bible teaching, Bible preaching, but Bible, Bible believing ministry, then you owe it to your ministry to be a tither and a giver. I know a lot of people run away when I talk about tithing and giving, but you know why people strive struggle with um, tithing and giving, and they strive when it comes to that. It's because they haven't given themselves to the Lord. That's right. No, no. Wait a minute, brother Sturdivant. Right. I get. I'm saved. No, the Bible says, and this is the scripture I was getting ready to give you earlier. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5, it says that they gave themselves to the Lord first, Amen. and then it was easier for them to give their offering. Yes, the reason why it's so hard, or you struggle, I don't know if I can afford to, I don't know. No, it's because you have not given yourself yes. to the Lord. Once you give yourself to the Lord, yourself stuff is released easy. Amen. So I want to encourage you right now, if you have a church home, be an active tither and giver. If your church is online, watch them online. Don't be a virtual church hopper where you just jump from church to church online, yes. you know, and not have to commit to any of them. Be faithful to your ministry. Amen. And if you're a member of Faith United Ministries, you know how we are. We are a tithing ministry. I want to admonish every one of you. I know some have not tithed since the pandemic or before the pandemic. That's okay. You have an opportunity to get it right because this is a new month. Yes. You have a chance to get the things right. I encourage you, please, if you're going to tithe, Please, if you are a, a, a credit card holder, you just go to our website, www.fumd.com, and you go here to Givelify, and yes. you can use your credit card there. Yes. If you are a more modern, you're a millennial, you know, go to Cash App, and you can go to the dollar sign, and that would be Faith United 7905. Yes. The dollar sign. Faith United 7905. You can give your tithe there, your offering there. This is our first Sunday, our Thanksgiving Sunday. Yes. And on Thanksgiving Sunday, we always sow a special seed above our tithe, above our offering, because that covers our family. Amen. I believe my family is still intact and alive now because I keep going before God giving him an offering saying, keep my family covered. So that as it says in Job chapter number one, around verse five, Job one verse five, it says, Job sowed on behalf of his children in case they were sinning while he, did, he wasn't aware of it. So you sow on behalf of your family. Amen. But if you'd like to give into the life of our co-pastor, you can just go to her cash app. That's the dollar sign. And that is her name, Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A -E Sturdivant. You can give to her. And if you'd like to sow into my life, I would Amen. certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very, very much. That is the dollar sign, capital D, lowercase r, capital J, capital E, capital S. Listen, the Bible teaches that those of us who have received the good of the word yes. should sow into those who have sown the Amen. good of the word. I would be blessed if you would do that and you would be blessed as well. Why? Because the Bible says in Proverbs 11, verse 24 and 25, Proverbs 11, verse 24 and 25, it says, he that waters yes. or gives out shall himself, herself be watered or have people give into them. Until Wednesday, I love you. Amen. I am praying for you. Amen. I want you to please make it your business to come on Wednesday. Have your bread, have your juice ready with you because we're going to take communion together after a teaching. I want to encourage you. Amen. Please, ma'am. Please, sir. Don't give up in the process. Don't abort the process. Amen. Don't let the fourth character or characteristic 
of the process stop you to going on to the end. Yes. I want to get to the last part of it, but there's so much more for me to share about what happens when you get stuck on the bridge. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Don't get stuck on the bridge. Amen. I encourage you, bring your family and your friends in. Everyone needs this. It's going to be a blessing to you until Wednesday. I love you. I'm praying for you. God bless you. Amen.